0: Christmas spirit.
1: You alright, mate? Hello. How's it going? Not too bad, thank you. How are nice. you? Nice. It sounds like you might be stretching as we say that. No, I was fine. You're in an interesting position for today's episode. Yeah, well, I need to stretch my legs out. I would so. call it, um, join me like one of your French Yeah. Go. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what the line I was trying to think of.
2: Um, yeah, so yeah You look quite. How can I make it different? No, I, don't, making, I think that's made it, it worse. Don't spread
1: your legs more <laughs> of, all, of all the moves to make it. Um, is that there is David Beckham used to be quite famous for a a pose along the legs. Is that lines. the big bulgy once? Yeah, probably. You have a bulge or something. I don't know if you're capable of, of that one or yes. not. but... Yeah, nice. But not here. Good to
2: know. you I to go at me picking my ear, I'm not going to start doing all that.
1: Well. I mean, hopefully that was cut from yesterday's episode, but if it wasn't, I think listeners will agree with me for protesting slightly. We don't have to
2: tell them. (laughs) You brought it up.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Christmas cards. (laughs) Christmas cards. Do you send them?
2: Now? No. 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 I think maybe if I, you know, have kids in the future, hopefully... Um, If anyone would let me, (laughs) um, then I think I'll start doing them again then. But no, last time I
1: actually sent cards out probably was something like year six or seven. Yeah. Primary school, I'm thinking back to the glorious days where I don't know if your school had this, but at our school, there would be like a little post box that Mm. would appear in the corridor and you would, yeah, everyone would come in and like distribute their cards. And then there was the horrible moment where your teacher would emerge right at the end of the day. And start handing them out onto your little desks. And my my primary school was quite a friendly place. There wasn't, like... We didn't really have bullies or anything like that. It was so small. No, not was, that years,
2: not those years. Yeah,
1: but there was still, like, a little bit of social pressure on who's got the biggest card. Yeah. Biggest card? Biggest pile of cards. Yeah. Like, if you only had two or three, it was quite tragic.
2: Yeah, we were always pretty lucky, I think, that, um... There were a lot of people that did like everyone. Yeah. Like they would they would their family would sit down and they would put all the things in. Yeah, me too. And you try and basically think of everyone you could. Yeah. You wouldn't really leave many people out because you lost Christmas, I guess.
1: (laughs) Even at Stinky Mike can have a card this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even at like seven years old I think I just had that empathy to be like, I can't leave anyone without a without a card. It would just be too tragic.
2: Yeah, it's horrible.
1: Yeah. So I'm glad I did that, but yeah. it it did seem like it opened it up for slight humiliation in the festive period. Mm. Um, but yeah, these days, I don't I don't really think I get Christmas cards either. Our
2: family does for sure. Like my mum will constantly have new cards going up yeah. on the mantelpiece, but I don't know. Who, if they're old or because my mum kind of keeps them for a while so maybe they're just two old ones she just puts them out but again. <laughs> there are definitely some families out there who are still sending cards and doing it every single year without fail
1: do you think it'll ever stop like I I, I think don't think if imagine you, when I'm old it, it will if you don't send one back but like just cards in general will people stop sending them our generation doesn't send letters
2: no it's just a bit of a Christmas text or something isn't it yeah What's Merry that? Christmas.
0: Yeah. And Facebook off.
2: wall. Yeah, Facebook stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I don't think so. I think people are always holding on to that kind of traditional thing. It's more of a de- it's like kind of everyone sending each other a decoration for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, I suppose that is true. Maybe a Christmas bauble. Yeah. I remember actually as a kid we'd have like we'd have them everywhere. I would get yeah. rammed with them. I don't know if we've just become less popular over the years. I think that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I think that's mostly it.
2: <laughs> Especially why I mean, when's the last time I ever had one that was to me personally and not my family? Twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't really know. But no, I like them. I like them. I'm not going to start shitting on cards.
1: Maybe <laughs> maybe write them to your like close work colleagues this year. Just see what happens.
0: Hmm.
1: Leave them on their desk. Sounds creepy. <laughs> from a Merry
0: certain Christmas. someone, can't tell you who it's from. <laughs> I
1: don't know why it had to turn sinister. The stuff. present
2: in there.
0: <laughs> That's Amazing. not what I meant. Oh, I just,
1: I just meant bring a bit of kind of retro gentlemanliness. Yeah, I could do
2: that. Yeah, I won't. It cost me. No, I bring them a celebration each.
1: Isn't that from Gavin and Stacey? Where they're yeah, handing out gifts actually. and they all get a, a celebration.
2: Yeah. Yeah. i scrunch it up in some tinfoil. <laughs> you just scroll, scrunch and roll. What? When he, he wraps their presents in uh, tinfoil. Who? Smithy. Oh. Did you I not d- watch it? I did watch it, but a long time ago. Oh, no, he wraps all their stuff up
1: and in, in tinfoil, and he's like, they were like, why would you do that? He's like, oh, it's because you just wrap it, scrunch, and I roll. think that's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Because also, sometimes I'll use just plain silver wrapping paper at Christmas. It looks quite festive, nice thing. and shiny. Maybe I'll do that
2: this yeah. year. You use tinfoil. I've got should... some tinfoil. You do that.
1: Right, sorry, family. <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> um, so, we've done our little Christmas bit. Tick. Yes. Uh, I'm sure listeners, you'll agree that these are getting more and more riveting by the day. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're also going to talk about something vaguely musical, but also not that musical, because it kind of alludes to one of our favourite moments of the year. There was a month when the sun was out and it was glorious. and We've talked about it a fair bit, but let's just relive it one more time. Mm. We all in our hearts and minds, if not in our bodies, went over to Russia to celebrate the beautiful game, football, the World Cup. And we all here in England lost our little minds a little bit, didn't we? We won it. (laughs) We won the World Cup. (laughs) For most of the World Cup,
2: we won it. Yeah. We were winning.
1: Yeah. If it had stopped after about 18 minutes on that semi-final night, we'd be world champions right now.
2: It's like um all the all the teams that were still in it, even from the beginning, were like horses running in a race. Yeah. But England were ahead of them all, yeah. In our minds. Yeah. We were like we were we were basically. We had on our noses our in front. Yeah. Since the off. Since one win. <laughs> we were like, Oh right, yeah, we are gonna win it and Yeah. We kind of held held on to that and was a, it was a
1: beautiful time. It was a great time to be alive. It and was wonderful. The the country came together in such a magical way. In a way I'll probably never forget. Um, yeah. And there was an unlikely soundtrack anthem to it all. An unlikely hero, first and foremost. Because, again, for people abroad, or maybe people who don't like football that much, well, to give a little background, our, our manager, Gareth Southgate, once upon a time he was a bit of a hate figure in England because he missed a penalty in a major tournament Mm. Um, he, when he got the job as England manager, no one really wanted him, we thought he was a bit bland bit uninteresting, didn't have a very good record as a manager but he is, through being one, a wonderful manager two, just a lovely calming guy, three woke, like he talks about like racial issues in our country and all this kind of stuff about bringing together a A group of players from all different backgrounds that represents a new England, a new generation in this time of Brexit. He kind of encapsulates so much of what there is to love about this country, not what there is to hate. All these things. He rebranded the whole country, in a way. He did, yeah. He's somehow... I mean, it says a lot about what has happened to England in the last few years, that the true hero we didn't know we needed... but. Now the spokesman for us all is Gareth Southgate. Mm. Um, More than our prime minister, more than our mayors of our cities. He is our main man. And we love him. And we had to start singing about him. There was nothing we could do but. And for some reason, of all the songs that have ever been made, we decided to take a certain noughties, nineties classic and rework it with lyrics that didn't really make sense. But we went with them anyway. Can you give us a little rendition, Harry? Yes.
2: Looking back on where we first met
1: I cannot
2: escape but I cannot
1: forget Southgate, you're the one You still turn me on Football's coming home again one, two, three, <laughs> four. Oh, it gets you all ready again, yeah. doesn't it? Absolute beauty. Why he turned us on who knows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> other nations must have been looking at us, thinking, "What are they on about?" <laughs> Hopefully, they wouldn't have understood. I think they did. I but but it was just
2: all part of the madness of it. He's also within that time and now brought us to, you know. The last few rounds of the most important <laughs> yeah, tournaments in the world. We're going <laughs> to Portugal next summer. Yeah, we just brought out some. Yeah. Go- we're not going to get into football, but I've got some stuff to ask you
1: later, which I just do not understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's a he's a hero, and 2018 would not have been the same without no. him. And I I kind of just had to pick that song as one of our little highlights because, yeah, it. The balmy summer that we had is just perfectly summed up in the nonsensical joy of that song. Yeah. So I guess we should probably play the Atomic Kitten original, unless we can find a version of the Southgate one to drop in now. We'll see what happens. Either way, you're going to get that tune right about now, listeners. So thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.
0: If you see me walking down the street, the sky, dragging my two feet. You just passed me by. It still makes me cry. But you can't make me.